0: Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. This one's awesome. It's always great to talk to Kerry Bringle, and this one we're specifically talking about, Bringle's and Oasis, which opened in December, and it is a Texas-style barbecue spot in Nashville. It's about 12 to 15 minutes, he said, from Peg Leg Porker, or the original location. So I just wanted to ask him all about that. We got into some other stuff, but I mainly want to know how it came about, all the details, all the food they're serving. The hours is Thursday through Saturday. 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And it's Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. The venue itself, and if you're listening to this on the podcast side, check it out on the YouTube side. I'll have photos of the exterior. It's a place that people can come and watch games. There's two huge jumbotrons. There's a big bar. So, like Texas-style barbecue, it does sell out. But their goal is to serve food throughout the day. And they're also, just now, they're starting to work on a snack bar, which will have smash burgers, wings, fries, chips, food for the kiddos if you're assur- you're just going to get barbecue and they want other food, or if you want food for yourself while you're drinking and hanging out and watching games. So we talk all about that. And that's definitely going to be a place that you'll be interested in visiting. When you do visit Nashville, you could actually visit both places in one day, but he also has a concourse B in the Nashville airport pig star. He talks about that. So that's something to look out for if you fly into Nashville. And he also goes into depth about the original pig leg poker for anybody that hasn't seen the video, the interview that we did about four years ago. So he talks all about that and what really defines what he wants in that restaurant and all of his restaurants and also his business philosophy he goes into that in depth lastly we do talk about his bourbon and there's some up-and-coming things with that as well a tasting room is around the corner so there's a lot of uh, interesting things and he's so he has a lot of things going on in his world but talking to carrie is wonderful you're gonna love it i highly respect him he's a straight shooter oh i don't want to forget he also came out with a book last year called barbecue for dummies and i'll put a link to that below it's with the dummies people and it's a no-nonsense how to barbecue book and it's one of those books where you don't have to read it cover to cover you can just jump to different parts of it so i'll put link to that below and he talks a little bit at the end about that. But I can't thank Kerry enough for taking the time. Definitely visit Bringle Smokin' Oasis when you're in Nashville. Of course, go to Peg Lake Porker as well. So if you're enjoying these, please subscribe. That way you don't miss out. I do about two of these per week. I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com. But at the end, stay safe and visit your local barbecue joint. Good afternoon, Kerry. It's good to see you. Hey, Kevin. Great to see you as well. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. It's been a a little while. and It has. I want to even think almost four years ago or something. I like thought maybe. Yeah, I've been. I've had a lot of stuff going on since then. <laughs> <laughs> and and that is why we're talking. Let's let's jump yeah. it. Let's jump into what's so. What's happened? How are you? How's your headspace right now?
1: Uh, I mean, you know, it's good. We we have uh, in, in December we opened up uh, Bringle smoking Oasis, our new restaurant, and then also Pig Star in the Nashville Airport. Uh, oh. And so uh, we did two new restaurants in December, going from one to both of those. Oh. The Oasis is a Texas style barbecue place. You know, we always said there was going to be one Peg Leg Porker, and we yeah, meant it. Were. And and so uh, that's why these are three totally different concepts. We've got uh, the Smokin' Oasis, we've got uh, Pig Star, and we've got our flagship Peg Leg
0: Porker. How far away is Bringle's smoking Oasis from the original location?
1: It's not that far. It's probably a twelve to fifteen minute drive. Uh, it's over in a location called the Nations in Nashville,
0: okay. which
1: is a um, a, a new up and coming neighborhood that used to have a bunch of industrial that they're uh, converting to some apartments and to some retail, oh, and okay. so it's really got a good mix of business and uh, residential, which is nice.
0: Did you design it specifically because there's so much outdoor space? and wonder. Did you yeah. design it specifically for that kind of walking? crowd possibly
1: yeah i had a um i had a buddy of mine asked me to come look at the property i said look i'm really not looking to open another restaurant he said no no you to see this property i think you want to be over here and i i went and i looked at it and he said you know we'll lease it to you for a good rate and i said look I, I like to buy property i don't like to lease and so uh he said well we'll let you buy into it and uh and i said okay well that'll get me at least to come and look at it and then he came back and he said we'll sell it to you and so uh once they did that i mean i looked at it and looked at the parameters i had to work with it's a triangular lot that used to be an old gas station okay so it still had the center island with the big uh canopy and stuff and it it just was to me it reminded me of a big like texas ice house Mm -hmm. we could do the texas style barbecue in there and then also have the big yard with all the cold beers and and uh and a big bar out there and that's what we've done and then we added two big we added a bunch of tvs but then two big jumbotron tvs and so <laughs> there's awesome. no better place to watch a game in nashville than <laughs> bringle smoking oasis How you can cool. get great food and watch great sporting events
0: and there's and did you add because i saw something even today did you add more seating area and uh, like a little not a gift shop but like a different uh, snack now, shop or something or
1: yeah so we've got uh we, we've got the same amount of seating area it's got a knee wall and then also uh uh, a fence around it so the families like it they can bring their kids and bring their dogs oh that's so what's nice not see. not all the kids don't always want to eat texas style barbecue so if the parents want to go through the line inside and then they hang out for a few hours the kid wants to eat something then uh we put this container in that we just dropped it today as a matter of fact uh and we still have to build out the rest of the interior but it is uh it's gonna have smash burgers and hot dogs and Smart. wings and uh and then chips and, and fries and so it'll have the stuff that we don't have in the restaurant and it's a, again a clear differentiator that they're, they're sort of silos you know we do we do one thing inside the restaurant we do another thing out at that snack bar
0: that's smart and it's it, it'll work out it'll be interesting to see how the numbers play to see how popular because i a lot of people will, will come probably just for a burger and some wings yeah. or for
1: yeah, a lot of people come, that, that environment lends itself to coming and drinking and hanging yeah. out all day. So a lot of people will come and, uh, and hang out all day and then they say, well, I want, you know, I need something to eat. I want a snack. And they'll look at the line for the, for the you know, meat counter and they'll be like, oh, I'm not going to go do that. And so now they're going to have an option to be able to go grab a quick snack and, and uh, not wait in a big line.
0: So is it set up meat market style? Are you ordering that same way? Like, is there a cutter and stuff or do you yeah, order? Any? Yeah.
1: At the Smoking Oasis, you go through its cafeteria style line and then there's a butcher block at the end and everything oh. is weighed by the pound. Every item on the menu is a la carte. And so you get what you want. You build your own platter. And uh, we, do, we do brisket. We do a smoked pastrami. We do a salt and pepper uh, pork rib. Uh, we'll do beef ribs uh, every once, you know, when we when we announce them mm-hmm. and um, and then smoke turkey and some uh, jalapeno cheddar sausage.
0: That's perfect. How was how the response been? And when did it officially open?
1: Uh, it opened in December, I think on December 3rd. The okay. response has been great. Uh, people love it and the neighborhood likes it and we love being in a neighborhood. You know, we've been here in the Gulch where there's a lot of residential, but it's still. It's still, it's still downtown, you know, and so uh, being in a neighborhood is a whole different ball game, and we're enjoying it. And I think that the neighbors are really uh, loving having a family friendly place they can go and hang out all day.
0: Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, it is, it's beautiful. You get, you guys really designed it really well. And then it's open front because it's open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? Eleven till what? Like two days a week, it's open an hour. Eleven,
1: yeah, eleven till ten or eleven till eight on Sunday
0: okay oh so that's that's perfect so that's ideal and have yeah. you has has a has response been pretty good for sports too is that it's, does it get pretty oh crowded
1: yeah up? when there's a sporting event boy i tell you it's a you know it gets crowded out there people want someplace cool that we got we got big enough uh, uh, jumbotrons that are bright enough that even in direct sunlight you get a great picture on them how crazy and so uh it's nice for people to to uh come out there and be able to sit Anywhere in the yard and see a great picture on the screen.
0: In Tennessee, the, uh, the sports is pretty important to a lot of oh, people yeah. in Tennessee, so oh, that's yeah. that's got to yeah. be so great. Now, you, oh, listen,
1: when SEC football comes around, it's going to uh, be insane.
0: Imagine that! I know that's yeah. going to be, and it, uh, the weather will be so great. It's yeah, it's actually it's it's ideal. Is, is there covered seating too, or is it?
1: So there's some covered seating. There's there's about forty five seats inside, and then there's oh, I didn't some – some seating outside at the bar is covered, but um, we're, we just got a quote on putting up some, uh, some shade sales yeah, so That, see, we'll that have seems more, like a
0: popular thing to do these days, yeah.
1: Yeah, so we'll have more cover out there in the yard and shade you from just some of that harshness of the sun.
0: Yeah, because it does get hot. Oh. <laughs> it's gonna, it seems like it just gets every year hot. <laughs> it's
1: only going to get hotter down <laughs> here in Tennessee, hotter. I can tell you that.
0: Are you, are you cooking on offsets or are you cooking... No, a, um, like we've, got
1: some, uh, we've got some. We've got some old hickory pits old hickory, that we're okay. using, and uh, th- they've worked for us. We can. I've got a BMF two hundred over there, which is one of my pits uh, that's all wood and and uh, charcoal fired, and so we'll fire it up from time to time to do special stuff. It's really more of a whole hog cooker, um, but uh, it also does a great job with brisket and with beef ribs, and then we've got a big asado grill out there where, like we oh. had uh, Adrian uh, Devala from down in, uh, uh, Seguin, Texas come in and he did a pop-up oh, yeah, and they yeah. did tacos on that, uh, asado grill. And so it was great. We'll do some char-grilled oysters and stuff out there this summer on that asado, just, you know, whatever we feel like having a little fun and an exhibition, you know, yeah. it, uh, you th- I, I thank you
0: for pronouncing his name, properly. because I, I, in my head I've been pronouncing his name Davila. <laughs> <I Yeah. think.
1: laughs> it's tough. It's a tough one to pronounce. I, I think I got it right.
0: I think yeah. you got it right. No, I, I think yeah. you did. What, what kind of wait times are you looking at right now? Are there pretty good lines? Or?
1: Uh, it just all depends on the day and it depends on the weather. Sometimes you're going to wait an hour and sometimes, you know, you can walk right in and get through the line. It depends on the time of day and the, and the particular weekend. Yeah. Uh, and you know people in tennessee aren't used to that and certainly not at peg leg i mean at peg leg i think from the front door to the counter it's about 30 minutes so we move very quickly and we're able to go very quickly the the thing about the oasis is that scale holds us up because the scale's connected to the register and we're working on trying uh, to speed that up a little bit but but you know we tell people we're like look in texas they wait three hours for this a lot of y'all ought to settle down this ain't that bad
0: you you should have some pictures of like snows and goldies and different places yeah and franklin people people have waited for franklin seven hours i think
1: no most of people from texas don't complain about it
0: yeah but uh, you know it's funny too it is odd that every so often i talk to somebody from texas that doesn't know about like the whole line thing or the scent or like the craft style bar. it's just it's an odd thing i did you were you thinking of opening a restaurant ever before this or was that did you ever want to do like a texas style
1: uh you know i I kicked it around my buddy one of my buddies shane smith i'll have to make him watch this so he'll know he got some credit (laughs) he kept telling me i need to do beef ribs and he just harped on me if you do beef ribs everybody and let me tell you he's right when we serve beef ribs these people will cut you over one of those beef ribs i mean if you say if if you say we're doing the beef ribs and they're gonna be ready at two if you release them before two and you happen to sell out by two, these people come in uh, and they will cuss you. I mean, they, they're like, you ruined my day. Uh, you really ruined my day. And I'm like, man, I'm it's just a beef rib. I'm, you know, and they're like, I can't get one anywhere else in town. And now you have completely ruined my entire day. My heart was so
0: set on it. That's yeah. No, like, I, I, I
1: really wanted that beef rib. I'm like, i oh, bad. <laughs> we'll stick to our times so now we know yeah so we're like are... I, I tell Dresh, who's on the pits i'm like look if, if we say two o'clock on a beef rib by god we're holding them until two
0: but can't that person miss it because they're in line like that's not that's not really that fair but i guess it's just you know people people are, are fanatical about stuff
1: now oh, they get they get you know
0: well, and bourbon, had, and
1: bourbon and barbecue, man, they, we get the, we get the hottest head, you know, enthusiast of anybody they get and passionate <laughs> about it, you know?
0: Well, did, but did you, so then that's, this is a good segue then towards your bourbon. Are you serving your bourbon at the restaurant?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. We serve my bourbon at all the restaurants and, and then we're distributed now in about 10 States and in the oh, UK, good. it's done well. We're in the process of uh, building out a blending and bottling facility a new plant and so um you know at, when that's done we'll have a, a tasting room and bottle shop there uh, at, at a, the physical location no it'll be it's oh, it'll okay. be its own standalone building
0: oh so another place will that how where, where you got will that be within town or something outside yeah, town? it's
1: in nashville okay. it's over in an area called berry hill
0: okay how did you, you get know? started with that i i know you like bourbon but how did that come about
1: yeah i yeah. I, I really like bourbon and um I got, uh, my friend, Nick Lambert hooked me up with Jim Beam black as a sponsor of my Memphis and may barbecue team. Mm-hmm. And they're still a sponsor, even though I had my own bourbon company, Jim Beam black still sponsors my barbecue team down in <laughs> Memphis. I, I had a good relationship with folks in the bourbon industry and and Nick knew that I wanted to start my own brand. We thought that we might work something out with beam, uh, it's at, at one point, but it just, they're just too big trying to do something with, with a company like that's very difficult. Makes and sense. so, um, I was able to purchase a batch of bourbon and then I developed a process of finishing it that, uh, where we, we filter it through Hickory charcoal after it's de-barreled and, um, that gives it its signature flavor and taste. It's not smoked. And I didn't want it to be smoked because I've never had a smoked liquor that I thought was worth the shit. You know, they're just, they're.
0: Uh, No, I agree. I I, I was bitter.
1: Yeah. They're bitter and acrid because, Those are people that don't work with smoke every day, but if you work with smoke every day and you understand the subtleties of it, then you know that a little bit goes a long way. And so the way that we got a little bit of that flavor, but without the bitter acridness is I burned down the coals and then filtered it through those coals after they were burned down and cooled off.
0: Wow. Do you have different, well, we've
1: our stable is our, our our staple is our white label, which is a four to six year old. And so that's the, that's the traditional peg leg porker daily drinker. Uh, We had an eight year old and a 12 year old. We released the Pitmaster reserve, which was a 15 year old. Um, We're about, we're going to be able to bottle the eight year again, the 12 year we'll be able to bottle next year. Uh, I've got some rye coming. And uh, then we'll have some rye with some different expressions and we'll, and we'll get into some when our new bottling line is up and running, we'll get into some different proofs and like a bottled in bond. And so we'll be able to offer some different expressions with the stock that we have right now.
0: That'll be a lot of fun too. Oh yeah. uh,
1: it will be great. Well, right now we're just restricted by the bottler that we're using. They've got their own brands and it's just, we're at the mercy of their schedule.
0: Okay. So, the, Oh, it's, I, that does that make sense. Can you buy a bottle at any of your locations? I, I, no, I
1: we, we don't have a retail sales license for that.
0: Can you, so then how, Okay, but, but you can buy but we're it. In, at a we're liquor, in a almost store. any
1: liquor store in Tennessee. Okay, gotcha, we're, okay. we're prevalent throughout Tennessee, Georgia. Um, we're in Kentucky. We're in North Carolina. We're in Louisiana. Uh, we're in Nebraska and Oklahoma. Um, uh, I forget.
0: Okay. I no, forget. That's... We're in
1: New York. We're in New York as well. Oh, wow. Okay. That's... Uh, about, about to be in Arkansas. So, um, you is know, we're, po- we're out there.
0: A possibility that California or is California, do they have weird laws No, that...
1: absolutely. California's on the list. We're limited by a supply. And so I've always bought from brokers. And then a couple of years ago, we started laying down our own supply. So in 2024, our supply will exponentially increase. Uh, And so we'll be able to go to a lot more states that'll change. And so, yeah, right now, we're just trying to take care of the distributors that we already have on board and not short everybody, but, but rather give everybody what they need. And so the, if you only have so much supply, the more states you take on the less everybody's going to get.
0: Did you ever think that you would have that type of business, that segment of business?
1: I always hoped, but, uh, (laughs) you you know, uh, but uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's, It's a difficult business and I don't have any partners or any backers. I'm, I'm, I'm independent on all my restaurants and all of our companies. And, you know, the bourbon business is very capital intensive and, you know, people, you get people that say, well, oh, you just, you know slapped a label on it and called it your own. And it's, you know, I say, Hey, look, you think you could do it, go for it. It's not quite like that. And if you don't understand the intricacies of the business, if you don't understand how it works and how distributors work and all the complex laws, uh, then you're, you're going to have a hard time. I tell people, if you want to get into the bourbon business, you better have two things, <laughs> deep pockets and big balls. And otherwise <laughs> I wouldn't, I you know, otherwise yeah, you're going to blow a lot of money. And there's a lot of small, you know, distilleries that are going out of business because they just don't understand the business. They think, yeah. well, me and my uncle Joe were in our garage and we decided to make a moonshine and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, then yeah. I'm like, hey, get, nobody cares. Yeah. You know, well, you, you have to have a compelling, true story that's not made up. And a lot of people have tried to make up stories along the way. And then well, they I'm really sure. get caught up in, in a mess
0: yeah and also too it's just like with restaurants or everyone has these grandiose ideas and once you get in the thick of things and have to put the work yeah. in and it becomes hard and difficult that's when it kind of yeah. weeds out the people that you know
1: oh big time yeah. big yeah. time Cause yeah because
0: everyone's dream is of a bar or a restaurant or oh nothing. absolutely
1: <laughs> Listen, they, they want it all they're like i've,
0: I've seen you on tv man I, I could do that
1: and i'm like well guess what yeah, I busted my ass for a lot of years for to be even offered that opportunity, and uh, you know it's, it's not that simple. And uh, and and TV uh, doesn't pay much, and so uh, you know yeah. if you you got to make a living if you want to be able to go to have the luxury of going and doing some TV appearances, you know. No,
0: definitely. And how how is Peg Leg Worker doing itself? And could you, for people that maybe haven't seen our first interview and and might not know, they just know you as a as a person. talk a little bit about the restaurant really quick so people
1: yeah peg. i mean peg leg porker is our flagship i literally am the peg leg porker i've got one leg and uh you know most you can go look up the story i had bone cancer when i was 17 but the restaurant is my you, you know you 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 love what you grew up with and and what i grew up with was west tennessee memphis barbecue my family was from covington and from memphis i grew up in nashville uh, but I traveled to Memphis all the time, and then lived in Memphis after school. Um, and so, we do a traditional West Tennessee dry rib. That's that's the most traditional sense you can do. There's not many people that do it like we do. The rendezvous is the one that invented it, and uh, um, they they char grill theirs, and then they hit them with the dry seasoning uh, before they hit your plate. Mm-hmm. Ours is exactly that. It's a dry seasoning. It's not a rub. And so it's not meant to be applied to that rib before I smoke it. And so we, we put nothing on them except for kosher salt. And then we hit them with that dry seasoning right before they hit your plate. And that's a true dry rib. And uh, the difference between us and the rendezvous is they char grill their ribs and we smoke ours. And so there's that differentiation. Uh, But, you know, this was a a, a sort of a tribute to those places the rendezvous, the public eye that I grew up going to in Memphis, and, and we serve pork and chicken and we don't do any brisket or any beef or any of that at Pegleg. We're not trying to be everything to everybody. We're, we're straight down the line, real Tennessee barbecue.
0: No, oh, I love that. And I, th- I love that you haven't ever wavered and that's who you are. And also too, we've talked about it before. And I've seen interviews with you talking about ownership and how important that is. Can you speak to that a little bit? And, and I'm trying to think of during COVID were you, Running for mayor, or you're talking to the mayor? Like, what was going oh, on? I,
1: I, oh, no, I, no, I cussed the mayor. I Cussed the mayor out. I, no, I didn't something. cuss him. I wrote a, I wrote, a, I, wrote a, I wrote a very poignant letter yeah, to the yeah. mayor that we got our property taxes raised 34 percent in the middle of the pandemic, and so, uh, and my property taxes in this building have gone up over 800 percent in nine years. Oh Lord, that's insane. And yeah, it's it's a, it's insane. And so I wrote a letter about leadership and about. Uh, and about the tax increase, and about how I thought our city was lacking in some of those areas, and uh, I had a lot of people ask me to run for mayor, and I said, oh, is that what "Thanks, it? but I thanks, but I really like my life. That's not uh, <laughs> that's not what I want to do. That's a whole uh, that's a whole different <laughs> whole different thing. I can't sit in that many meetings.
0: No, and uh, just driving me crazy. God,
1: yeah. And so you know, I'm a I'm an independent. I feel strongly about it. Uh, the lines get blurred a lot with uh with the media and with uh restaurant folks because you know some people uh, consider themselves independent but then have groups of investors or you know backers and to be a true independent in the restaurant business you you know you're you're self-funded or you've bought out your partners or you've uh you know it's you and the bank and uh and that's it and there are very few of us left and, uh, so there's certainly a place in my heart for other independents like me, because the struggle is that you're dependent on nobody to have your back. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you and your staff and your family, and you become closer because you've got everything riding on it. If, if something goes down, it's, it's you and it's out of mm-hmm. your pocket and it's, you don't have anybody else to share the load with. Uh, and so, um, you know, I try and we, we buy our properties. Uh, we don't lease. And I've been fortunate enough to do that. I had a partner when I started uh, that, that helped out. I, uh, I bought him out within uh, six months. And then I bought him out of my building uh, within four years. And then I've done everything else independent since.
0: How did that feel when the pandemic was hitting. Was that something because it's all you, <laughs> yeah, it's all you. It's it like, sucks. that's, yeah, that's got that's, like, it's not like you could say, Hey, you know, it's
1: no, that's exa- I mean, that's exactly what I'm saying because you don't have a group of investors yeah. to lean back on and go, we need more capital. It is okay. Well, maybe I need to take out a loan on my house or, yeah. you know, maybe I need to sell an asset or maybe I need to uh, do something different and, and to stand in front of your employees and have to furlough them like we did for six weeks in the middle of pandemic was just heart wrenching. Yeah. And um, I, uh, my wife had had an episode that day where she thought she was having something with her heart. So I, I thought she may be having to go into heart surgery. And I had to stand there and tell, you know, 50 employees that uh, that we were going to have to furlough them. What and a day. Uh, it was, what a a, day. it was a very tough day.
0: Oh. Yeah. And I that those, those are the days that shape you. And those are the days that, you know, that, that that'll that stay with you forever that
1: well it does you know and and you learn a lot from your yeah. people and um uh, we like to we have a lot of families that work for us and um we uh we like to treat them like they're our family they're the lifeblood of this business and um you know so we're we're family in every sense of the word and and it's uh you know i think it makes us have a special environment when you come into peg leg uh it, it's you want great food and it's and, and people expect that, but it's also about the feeling that you get when you come in every yeah. picture on the wall, are family photographs, you know, they're, they're me and my kids and they're me and my dad when I was growing up and they're my granddad cooking whole hogs on the island of Luan in the Philippines in the middle of World War Two. Oh, and so, you know, wow. there's, there's real history uh, on the walls at Peg Leg and it's, it's my history. And it's my family's history. And uh, that's what we want to share with people when they walk in. That's what we're all
0: about. Wow. And are you hiring at both locations still?
1: Always hiring. Always, we right? we always. always hiring. We can always hire. And we can't Gosh. get, you can't get people that want to work much anymore. It's tough and they make good money too.
0: <laughs> because you know? of, it's because of nfts and crypto and and uh, oh they
1: all want to be influencers or tiktokers <laughs> you know
0: because that's gonna because that'll last that's a, yeah. that's a smart business to
1: right. mom and dad are paying the bills while they're trying to work on their influence and career
0: yeah, yeah i'm sure i'm sure you've had plenty of people say so for a free meal i will oh, you... listen. <laughs>
1: yeah uh, i mean well you know you find that the good ones don't ask for anything free they come in and do their thing they pay for it you know, you might yeah, not even know the they're there, uh-huh. but then you get a bunch that are like, oh <laughs> man, I got, I, I'll blow you up. You know, <laughs> and you look and they're like 3000 followers <laughs>
0: yeah, and you're <laughs> like, oh, come on. But serious? even if they had like a million, and, it could be a million people yeah, that don't like even better. Uh, and females. they
1: want, then they come in and want a free meal, act like a diva, you know, it's a well, we're supposed to, I talked to Dan, and they said we were going, I'm like, no.
0: We're living in a very weird world, but it, it's exciting. I, I, I guess people now, have two options. They can hit both places in the same day. I, I was glad that they're close. They so that, yeah.
1: Yeah. They're not far. They're, they're close. So you can hit both places in the same day, um, which is great. And then if you're flying out on the, on the B course in, in the airport, you can hit pig star and it's a different menu now, what is as well. Pigstar? So pig star is our airport restaurant that we opened up in December as well. Okay. Um, and it's a, it's a, a partnership with Delaware North. Uh, they're doing a great job. I curated the menu out there and the whole, um, and the, and the architecture and, and uh, atmosphere, you know, we worked on it and designed it and, uh, and it's a, it's a great place. It's, uh, it's right across from the main Delta gate and, uh, you now know, sit down, or they've got, you know, you can get it to go, but it's also, you can sit down. We've got a big bar there. Oh, nice. Uh, it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And so you can kind of get it all there. And we had to, make sure that we had a menu that was appropriate that worked for out there
0: what's what do you have for breakfast there
1: uh like we got a grit bowl so you got cheese grits with some pulled pork and (laughs) some eggs in there which is great and then we've got like a breakfast burrito a pulled pork breakfast burrito
0: Um, so we
1: got biscuits and gravy you know all the good stuff
0: that's great do you have are you guys going to be doing or do you do brunches at all at brindle's
1: we we hadn't started yet we would love to it's just a matter of staffing up and making okay. sure we can prep enough and get out there and get it done um you know those it's long days out there when it gets hot and so we just we'd love to do more breakfast brunch type stuff but uh we're just we're still trying to get all of our footing you know well, it's uh, it's only been a few months
0: yeah it's it's, it's really really new if you yeah. come at like later in the day to watch a game can you yeah. get most of the menu can you get brisket later in the day or you guys yeah it?
1: i mean we've run out you know we've run out anywhere from four thirty to 8 i okay. mean it, it depends it depends on the day and on the crowd but uh you know we cook fresh every day and so we're you know we we want to run out but we just we don't want to run out too early
0: yeah yeah. but if you I do don't, run i'm out- not
1: wanting i don't like to run out at two o'clock in the afternoon let me tell you that to me that's uh that's six wasted hours <laughs> of uh, when I could be selling more food.
0: Yeah. yeah you know? you're, you're the, I think, I don't know if you were the one who said that you pay for, you pay for electricity. like uh, the whole time or the yeah. number of old school people. They're like, well, I pay, for, I pay for electricity. I pay rent every day. So why am I? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Why do I want to run out at two o'clock? Yeah. Uh, you know, Hey, you want to live with the classes, feed the masses, baby. That's uh, <laughs> you, you want to feed as many people as you can feed
0: excellent let's this is this is really good i'm happy for you it looks look the the location looks great the food looks Thank great you. i know that blake i think he stopped by Blake stoker stopped by twice i think
1: yeah blake came in and <laughs> spent a couple of weekends we had a good time he uh what a great he guy. is uncle jamie his uncle jamie you watch oh. out going out with that guy oh, <laughs> let me tell you
0: something <laughs> uh, and, uh, I've, I've been invited out so i'm we, and, uh, we, i'm warned
1: we had fun and and i can't wait to get up to blake's new place at Southern Milling. It looks amazing. Uh, it looks like he's really got it together. And, and uh, you know, he's been doing an amazing job up there for years. Yeah. And now he's actually got the place to really showcase it and show it off. And I couldn't be more happy for him. And, uh, you know, he's an independent too. And uh, uh, so, like I said, a, uh, I keep in touch with with a lot of the barbecue people in town here, but then also some of my friends over in west tennessee like blake and and zach parker okay. and ernie Miller over in memphis and uh, uh vernon over at the barbecue shop in memphis and and the the boys at central and at and at rendezvous so um it's all good we we've, we've been busy we also released a book last year
0: oh yeah and yeah. uh
1: so uh barbecue for dummies i did that with <laughs> oh, wiley yeah, brothers it. yeah so if you like the four dummies uh style of books it's a uh, it's perfect. It's not my life story. It's not the Carrie Bringle, uh, A to Z. It is a reference guide and manual to say, you know, here's, uh, if I'd have had that book when I started cooking barbecue, I could have probably shaved ten years off my learning <laughs> curve. And so it gives you all the time. I like to tell people. They say, "Well, how do you make barbecue really good?" And I said "It's just not it's not rocket science. It's about time and temperature. Mm-hmm. And so if you'll follow the guidelines in in Barbecue for Dummies, you'll be able to cook great barbecue for your family. And you can you can just pull it off and look up the specific chapter. You don't have to you know sit down and read the whole thing yeah
0: those dummy books are great because you could jump yep. around and skip around oh that's yep. so I'll, I'll put a link below and also in the montage i'll put yeah. photos from it and i'll have a companion blog with photos from it so but it was so good to see you and hey. thank you for sharing all about this i'm so excited about your new venture and uh i just wanted to get it into people the back of people's mind yeah. that when they come to nashville there's another option and it's an option if they haven't because a lot of people don't get a chance even to have texas barbecue texas style barbecue in their okay. city and so this is fun this is nice for them this is
1: sure well we appreciate it kevin thanks a lot for all you do for the barbecue community oh, thank we you. appreciate you spreading the word and uh, always good to see you
0: always good to see you
1: all right thanks we'll see take you care. all
0: right take care Bye-bye.